0: Again, Dizzy Parker, back with you, and if you're on live on Facebook, thank you so much for being here. Please hit the little share button and send me some likes and hearts and all that stuff. It makes me feel really good. Uh, This week, we're doing a rogue edition of the show. Uh, I'm, I'm here in the fort at the studios, at the Dizzy Parker studios, rather than the Pauling Public Radio studios. It's going to be a little bit of a different kind of show, and I might touch on some sensitive topics. Maybe, maybe not. Depends on who's out there listening. Um, I, I enjoy digging deep, and that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to dig pretty deep. We're going to talk about my soul. We're going to talk about other people's souls. And uh, maybe it'll maybe it'll get close to home with you, too. But this week's theme is being born this way. Uh, yes, that is my Lady Gaga shout out because that is going to be in reference to the show that I'm going to be playing just this uh, in a week and a half from now. It's going to be fun. I'll tell you all about it in, in the beginning of the show. But this show is brought to you by Gold's Gym in Dutchess County where I go every day to help people find out who they are. We're born to be. Alright, so once again, the the theme of this show is Born This Way. And once again, thank you so much for joining us on Facebook Live. And, and if you're hearing this on the podcast, none of this makes any sense, but... Every week, I'll do a Facebook Live, and you will probably enjoy it because you can interact with me. You can ask me questions live, and I'd I'll be, I'll be happy to answer them. Or if you have comments, like an angry face emoji, uh, I'll respond to that too by making an angry face right there into the camera. Alright, so what's going on this week? It's, it's kind of a turning point. Because all of the work that I've been doing as, as an entertainer, as a singer and performer is starting to finally show a little bit of fruit. And like I've talked about in past episodes, uh, it, it's like planting a tree. It could take many, many, many years for that tree to start to blossom because it's taking all of that time to expand its roots and its territory, to get all the nutrients that it needs. And I think I've been doing that for the last, I don't know, two decades of my life. It seems like everything has had, it, it's been painful at times, exciting at times. and There's been a lot of dark and light, and I've, I've gone through a lot of struggles myself. Maybe you have too out there. And if you have, hey, we're friends, so we can talk about it. Send me a message. But something weird happened a couple of weeks ago. I was playing my show at Chill Wine Bar, shout out, Beacon, New York. And uh, I was asked by someone at that show if I would be interested in playing the Hudson Valley Gay Pride Festival. My first response was, um, uh, hey, man, you, you know I'm not in that club, right? I'm not, I, I, I wave a different flag, if you know what I mean. Uh, I, I, I My flag has a cross on it, and uh, I happen to be of the heterosexual persuasion. This is why we're doing this on the internet and not the radio, because I might hit home for a couple of people. And, you know, the radio is a little bit more sensitive. Oh, hey, Katie, how's it going? It's good to see you, pal. Um, you were talking about some fun things this week, so stick around. Okay, so I got asked to play this this gay, gay Pride Festival, and it's actually weird timing because two of two of my favorite clients who happen to be uh, in a homosexual relationship just moved away. So it's it's like they've done some they've taught me some things over time, uh, kind of let me into into a lifestyle that I know nothing about. I will be completely honest. I know absolutely nothing about um, what it's like to live with another person that you care about of the same sex and to be judged by that, that one thing in your life. I, I don't know what that's like. I honestly don't. I've had my own struggles, I've been judged my entire life for different reasons, Uh, and as a Christian, I get judged all the time, especially in modern society, they don't like us out there, so my fellow Christians, I'm with you, and if you're not a Christian, I want to say that we Christians still love you. I don't know who out there is waving the signs and the banners that God hates this and wants to destroy that, but it's just simply not true. That's that's not what a real Christian is about. So I'm playing this festival coming up, and I agreed to do it. I did, because I felt like it would be a, a good time to spread the message I just said to you, that Christians are here to love you and spread that and a good christian will stand up and say yes the bible says this about this sin be it sexual sexual sin or uh, disobeying your parents or stealing things or lying we are all guilty folks i promise you i've done every single one of them don't worry I'm in your boat. I probably am, am sinking faster than everybody else, I promise. So I'm doing this festival so that I can go out there and uh, you know I can I can talk to human beings on a human being level because it's so rare that we get to do that in the world today. We pick one aspect of a person's personality. And we turn that into who they are in general. And I think that is the, the absolute worst thing we could do. Uh, it, it, could be, it could be even something as crazy as like what your job is. Uh, we named last names based on jobs one time. But that's an occupation. That is not who a person is. Just like what you do in the bedroom and in your house is not who you are. It's one thing about you. Uh, the The guys that I was just talking about moving away. uh, One of them I knew for a little bit longer than his husband, but he he actually was there for me at a time that I really really needed help. It was really early in my training career. And I was, low on, I was low on money, and clients weren't coming in as fast as I would want them to. I mean, they came, but not, not enough. And I met him just completely by chance, just the way you do. And he came up to me and wanted to test the waters, and he went away for a little while because he had some overseas work to do. And then he came back and said... Okay, I know you want to do this part-time job that I was doing, by the way. I didn't tell you that story, but whatever. But he said, I want you to to train me at the time you would be doing that. And that's one of the first things I learned about investing, by the way. But he he knew that I was going through financial struggles. He said, I will train with you this many times a week. And also, well, I've I've got this porch that needs painting. Do you have any experience in porch painting? I said, no, but I'm willing to give it a shot. All right, come on by. I'll pay you. How much do you want to be paid? Huh? I've never been asked that question before in my life. Somebody just waved money in front of my face, and I said, okay, that's cool. And I took it. And Melissa, oh, my goodness, thank you so much for joining uh, on the podcast, folks. Facebook Live, I'm responding. Melissa. I'm so glad you're here You're one of the coolest people I know And I'd like you to hear this message And approve or disapprove So give me a smiley face Or an angry face, please Alright, so Back to the point I'm I'm getting sidetracked It's fun to get sidetracked, isn't it? Alright, so I got invited to play the Hudson Valley Gay Pride Festival I'm a Christian I'm going there in order to In order to spread that love just the way that the love was spread to me from from this client that I'm telling you about. He, he just looked at me as a young guy in need of help, and he just reached out his hand and said, "'Dude, here you go. I'm helping.'" And I think that goes a lot further in character than this one tiny aspect of his life that, oh, yeah, he happens to be attracted to men. "'I don't care.'" He's a really fun guy. He's got a great personality. He's he's uh, he's energetic, he's fun and he works in the he works in the fashion industry and he kind of helped me with a photo shoot. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. On top of doing this particular show this coming week, actually today's Thursday, so tomorrow, tomorrow Friday, I'm playing a church. How backwards is that? I'm, I'm playing a church one week and a gay pride festival the next. You look at that on the surface and your standard average everyday black and white kind of person says, hold on, you can't do both. But I'm here to say that that's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because the Christian in me, feels the need to reach out to other human beings. We are lacking love and true, true acceptance of humans in this world. And yes, the Bible talks about sin, and I thoroughly believe every word of the Bible. But I also believe that I am a filthy, nasty sinner more than everybody else that I am going to meet next weekend. That's why I need to spread that love. And you know, I'm playing a church this weekend, and my last show was at a wine bar. So that's a whole different group of people. And just about everybody that came to that show knows exactly that I am that I am a Christian, and that's what my m- music even talks about. If you listen close enough, some people don't. They just like they just like the jams. But whatever. Uh, if I can entertain and inspire at the same time, that is kind of my mission statement, and that's what I'm here to do. So I, I really feel like everybody is born with whatever they're born with, personality traits, uh, strengths, weaknesses, all for one reason. And that reason is individual, but it's all for their life's purpose. I believe that, that, that God designed us to be exactly who we are. When I was a teenager and there's a certain person right here on the video with us that was there for all of those years. Hello. I was I was alienated from the crowd a lot. It might have been It might have been for something as simple as I chose to adopt a quote-unquote nickname for myself. It might have been because I dressed differently. I acted differently. I was one guy with with long hair when nobody had long hair. I listened to old music when people were listening to uh, whatever was going on in the modern time. I was always different, and that's that's why I have a tattoo of an alien on my arm. And uh, I don't have my mascot, Ronnie, with me right now. But I was always alienated. And just like, I think, I think, I don't know, I'm working on my education. I think that's why, why things like gay pride festivals and... Uh, uh, black power of the 70s that moved on later 60s 60s and 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 racial things and cultural things why everybody feels the need that they have to band together because each one of these groups was alienated in one way or another and i i was alienated myself and i didn't have a group to identify with even even my own band uh, uh, they I felt separated from them, uh, both of them, from when I was a teenager. So I've always felt alienated. And I feel the need to go out and reach other people that feel alienated as well. You were born the way you were born for a reason. And heck, that's why I became a trainer. I wanted to help people find, find their strengths and tap into the person that they want to be. Not just physically, but mentally and emotionally and day to day. Uh, another thing that I struggled with during my younger years, and it's funny we have another f- we have another interesting guest here in in the live stream. Um, I always struggled with uh, girlfriend issues. is it might be weird to bring this up while I'm talking about gay pride, but I'm bringing it up anyway. I struggled with girlfriend issues because it was conditioned at a very, very young age that I have one, and I mean very young. I'm talking pre-elementary school. You know who you are out there. And when we when we parted and we went to our elementary schools, we were in different school districts and we didn't keep touch, and that conditioned me for something it conditioned me i think to be faithful and trustworthy to something that i wasn't exactly sure about or i couldn't be as close as i wanted to but it was it was that kind of undying agape trust that that's a greek word in the bible folks it means unconditional love but that was i that was always conditioned to in me and i had one girlfriend in middle school and then in high school I met the person that I I considered my first true love and I couldn't I couldn't be with her either we were in different school districts her mother hated me you know how teenage teenage life is and when we came through that I was still in that conditioned phase of of loving somebody that the situation wasn't exactly perfect for her. so even then I felt alienated in something, and a lady that I've referred to as my my mentor, my life coach, whatever, um, I told her all of these stories about my life, and there's a few people I missed in that, but I was getting the high points. Uh, she examined that from a third person point of view and said, "It well, it looks like that God is protecting you from something." I don't know exactly what it is, but it seems like with this piece of evidence and this piece of evidence and this one and this one and this one, they all add on top of each other and they're, they make sense that you are being prevented from doing something or being reserved to do something else. And when she told me that, it kind of gave me a little bit of peace and I hope that I can kind of transfer that message to each one of you guys out there. I hope that the words that I say to reach somebody's ears that need to hear them because we're all struggling and we all deal with some kind of pain, some kind of hurt, and probably some kind of alienation. It could even be from somebody as close as parents or somebody you thought was a best friend. Or if you don't get invited to the family reunion Whatever it is We all have to deal with something I'm certainly sure of it Now I I wrote a format For this show like I always do Like right here, it's in a book It's not even the same book I wrote a format but uh, I want to keep the time about like it is Normally So I'm just kind of going to flow along Normally I have cool transitions with music And there's a song break But I don't even know if the song break Is going to be necessary in this show I, I might edit it in for the podcast version, but right now we're just going to chat. And I hope, I hope everybody out there listening uh, is finding some kind, some kind of message behind this. So we're talking about alienation and being born the way you are for a specific reason. You might have a very outgoing personality and you want to, you want to show the world something about yourself. You have this deep need and that that shows up in social media a lot. We didn't have social media when I was in my early teenage years, but we do a lot now. And speaking of social media, if you're on Facebook Live, please hit that little share button. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I want to get I want to get into as many ears as possible. That's why we're doing a show at an off time right now. But on social media, we have we have this buzzword of influencers now, and these influencers, they can be they can be in their 40s and 50s, or they could be as young as their mid to late teens. It's who connects with people the most, and I'm noticing on my, things like my Instagram feed, there are a lot of people that I don't necessarily follow. I only follow a few people, honestly. I, it's who I interact with. But I see a lot of people in the search feed repetitively. And that means that they're getting a lot of engagement. And it means that people want to hear their story. There's a lot of fitness because I'm... I'm in a gym environment and I tag a lot of gym people and I I like a lot of things from, from the gym because without Gold's Gym, I wouldn't have the social network that I have. But a lot of these fitness people, they'll post they'll post before and after pictures, uh, similar to something I did last October. I, I posted a whole timeline of my own pictures because I go from overweight to in shape to eh, I don't feel good about myself to, oh, look at those abs. It goes up and down. So I like to share that journey with people. And it looks like more and more people are doing that same thing on social media. They're telling the story of where they came from and how they got to be where they are. And I find that to be a very important thing. Maybe not just with fitness, but with business, with, uh, I don't know, raising children, uh, with growing growing in faith, which is big for me. We all need to learn about that one. There's a lot more of that on YouTube than Instagram. Uh, and even even motivational memes and posts they're they're doing a lot these days and most of the people that will share these kinds of motivational posts have gone through the struggles themselves i know that's why i create the goofy little pictures that i do uh, you'd find a picture of yourself you know for branding purposes blah 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 uh, but then you put you put something that rings true in your heart you type that right there that's what creates a meme and and even the ones that we share the reasons that we share them they could be as 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 dull as goofy relationships and and you know those he don't call me back kind of problems but we've experienced them to be true and some of it some of it deals with how people treat you or uh, what do you do when you wake up in the morning just to get out of bed, the struggle to get out of bed. I notice there are a lot of cartoons these days with the struggle for motivation. I think that's kind of one of the things that led me onto the path that I'm on now is motivation is a major, major thing for me. And who knows? maybe somebody right now needs to needs that kind of motivation if you do feel free to send me a message and thank you for sharing this video everybody i i'm so happy that what i'm saying seems to mean enough that you want other people to hear it it, it makes me feel really good it and it doesn't matter how i feel but i i want the the stuff that runs back and forth through my head to to impact somebody because I've experienced about five lifetimes in my 27 years. It's weird to say, and a lot of older people will say that I, there's no way you're such a young guy. You've, you, you can't have experienced anything, but I've, I've experienced a lot. I promise you, there is a reason that at the age of 13, I decided to change my entire persona, my, my look, and my, even my name, the name that I grew up with, that my parents gave me. I decided I wanted to become a different person. So that so the way that I was feeling, no one else would have to feel around me. That's, that's why I picked such a goofy name, well, other than the fact that it was in, in that movie, The New Guy. Uh, and I related to that story. I picked that name so that I wouldn't, that the people around me would have to laugh. They would have to smile. Even if I was the butt of their joke, I would be happy to be that if it brightened their day for just one minute. And I'm hoping I'm able to do that with you guys right now. And, uh, you know, I've got this format in front of me, but I, who cares, man? I've got some some more talking points to get to. Uh, I kind of touched on it before, but this would be on the regular show, the Positive Spin section. And there's a cool little little music thing. It comes in after the song break. I might still put that in the podcast. But it it I talk about a story, something either I read or something I'm experiencing or that a friend is experiencing. But this time, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an umbrella statement because I was I was spending some time with a fellow personal trainer earlier. You know who you are, and I I spend a lot more time with other personal trainers because I do work in a gym. And we just dis- we were discussing why we became trainers, and you know I'm talking about faith. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about sexuality. But we're gonna move on to physical physical well-being because that's major this is the one body you get you can start replacing pieces with with metal parts if you want to Uh, you can hack off your nose like that one crazy guy that uh i said it he's crazy Uh, the crazy guy that cut his nose off so he could look like red skull from captain america you can do all that stuff but this is your one shot you only get this one body and a lot of us are very, very uncomfortable in our own skin. I know I still deal with that. And I I can't stand it, really. And I'm, I work every day to try to become more comfortable in my skin. And that's why I'm so passionate with all of my clients, quote unquote, because they come to me for that reason they're willing to pay money so someone can help them with something they feel that they have failed at time and time again or they're brand new to it and just need some education whatever but we were we were talking about our own past and some of us some of us out here in this real world uh, were were overweight children I was one of those I was I was the fat kid from kindergarten or before I can't remember preschool like we were all just little kids then but I definitely remember in kindergarten I even got called out for being the fat kid and it was by a fellow fat kid which really bothered me I mean a lot it bothered me And I kind of carried that stigma my whole life. I played sports, and I did active stuff, and I saw the other kids that were the quote-unquote normal ones, the skinny ones that ran around, and they had energy and all that stuff. And I was not one of them. So I dealt with that through my, my adolescent years, and then... There was there was a remarkable moment when I was 10 years old. I will literally never forget it. And some of you, this won't impact as much, but to me, it was the realest thing. So whatever you are dealing with is just as real, even if nobody else understands it. But when I was 10 years old, I remember it was my yearly sinus infection that I went to the doctor, the pediatrician. And I stepped on the scale, because you do that every time you go to the doctor. At 10 years old, I weighed 150 pounds. And if you remember the movie Heavyweights, there were numbers less than that being talked about in that movie. So, science says it's legitimate. (laughs) And I remember seeing that number on the scale, and I, at 10 years old, I cried over it, man. It really, really disappointed me. It it made it serious that, okay, these Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies and drinking soda all the time probably wasn't the best idea. So at 10 years old, I started figuring out what was healthy, and I tried to at least adopt that lifestyle more and more, and... I learned about healthy foods, quote unquote, the ones that are good for you, and I, I'd stumbled upon some of the right ones and learned some of the stupid myths that I try to dispel now. So that carried me through my teen years, and I wanted to be, I wanted to be better, but I didn't quite care as much. My my driving focus then was just to never change my pants size, and you know what. Hallelujah, I'd never changed my pants size. They got a little tighter, and I had to wear a belt at some times, and then I had to throw those belts away at other times because I broke them, but I never changed my pants size. But then later on, I started looking at myself in the mirror again, and I noticed that I just did not like what I saw. So I really, really, uh, along with uh, my interest in professional wrestling, which led to my interest in bodybuilding, I started discovering what it really took to take control of your body and become the person that you really want to be on the outside. And the more I did that, I realized that what some people thought was completely impossible is very, very possible. But you have to put in the work and you have to be diligent about it. Some people are just not diligent. I chose to take a path of kind of obsession which leads more people into into the bodybuilding world and it really really shows and other people take take an obsession like that and they go a very negative direction and the person I was talking to earlier among others that I work with so uh yeah trust your fish kill trainers folks uh, they took it in the negative direction. They they developed eating disorders. And the common denominator is that none of us came from a healthy background. Well, there are the trainers that just do it because they think it's an easy job, but they don't last long. The ones that do last for years are in it to help people. And it comes from deep inside your soul, inside out, that passion to make sure that others never experience what you experienced. And I think that's a good place to kind of put a button on this because that that goes along with, with the Dizzy Parker persona and it, it goes all the way back to uh, me getting the invitation to play the Gay Pride Festival because these people are banding together so that they can, so that they can experience the love that they did not get to experience from the outside because of this unrighteous judgment that people have placed on them. It's, it's so unfair that that happens by the way. And I want you to know if you're out there and you're struggling and, and your world feels like it's judged and condemned because of one personality trait, one thing about yourself, I want you to know you at least have one piece of support out here from the opposite side of that. So I'm going to transition into my best for last section. Sometimes it's a hard transition. Sometimes it's an easy transition. But this time, it's a little bit of a hard transition. What can I say? I went... I I promise, by the way, that this is going to make sense by the end of it, so stick around. So I I went to church this past Sunday, after skipping a a few weeks. You know, you get tired, life gets in the way, let's be real. I'm not a perfect Christian, and none of us are. Anybody that pretends to be, they're liars, and that makes them not perfect Christians. But So I went back to church after a couple of weeks off, and once again, Pastor Rick is dropping bombs, like he always does. I don't know how this works. Actually, I do, and some of you understand, some of you won't, so I'll leave it to mystery. But he was in Proverbs chapter 3, and because I have the computer right in front of me, I can bring that up with no problems. Boom. Uh, so the last time I went before that, he was just a couple of chapters, oh, sorry, a couple of verses ahead in that chapter. And when I came back, he said, Well, now that we took a couple of detours, we're back. And we are one verse later, folks. We are one verse later. It's like, Dizzy, you are not missing Proverbs chapter 3. This is great, but he was on chapter chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Uh, the New International Standard, or the New International Version says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves, as a father the son he delights in. Now the reason that I wanted to bring that up on this particular episode of the Dizzy Parker Show is that no, discipline is not only to uh, to say you've done a bad thing and punishment, punishment, but it is also to teach you. I heard I heard uh, an analogy once about about a river. Rivers have borders. You can look at that. You can look at that border of the riverbanks as your discipline. With that discipline, with those constraints, that narrow pathway, a river has power. That water flows, and it can take out anything standing in its way. If you don't believe me, go cut down a tree. Well, don't tell anybody that you're going to do it. But go cut down a tree and let it fall into the river. Hey, pal. Let it fall into the river and watch the power that the river has when pushing that tree, the tree doesn't stand a chance. It breaks, it shatters, and it also, all those crumbly pieces go downriver. If that river did not have that bank as its borders, it would have no power because all of that would be completely dispersed, and it would turn into a pond or a or or a lake, depending on how big it is, and it would just stay there. It might have a little flow outward, but it would just settle. You could go swimming in it and have a little fun, but it would have zero power. The same goes with us. With our discipline, we have our own power. Now, now your discipline is is whatever you were born to be, which is the theme of this week's show. You were born this way for a reason. It's up to you to find out what that reason is because nobody knows your life but you. You live it. Some people can help you. Some people can guide you. But only you know what your true strengths and weaknesses are if you're completely honest with yourself. And it's taken me decades to figure that out for myself. So use... Use that discipline in your life. Some use it for bodybuilding. Some use it for their career path. Some use it for, for charity work. Whatever it is, use it to the best of your ability and never, ever waver from that. And I promise you will have more power than you ever thought you had. So once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on Facebook Live for this special edition of the Dizzy Parker Show. Make sure you check me out on all my social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, at TheDizzyParker. Check me out at DizzyParker.com for music, merch, and so much more. And also, I'm playing a show at Vineyard Community Church in Hopewell Junction. Check my Facebook page for the specifics on that. Friday, May 26th, and uh, the following weekend, June 4th, at the Hudson Valley Gay Pride Festival, folks. I'm opening the show at 12 o'clock. We're going to have a lot of fun. And if if you are a uh, heterosexual Christian like myself, still, come check it out. Uh, spread the love. Let everybody, kn- everybody that's been judged and been hurt know that you love them just as much as I do, just as much as Jesus does. Once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. And thank you for letting me have just a little bit of your time. Peace, love, and peanut butter oatmeal.